What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Game Podcast. I am Matt Primo, joined by Chris Norman. Hello, sir, and hello, everyone. Hello to y'all, and happy week of Thanksgiving, if that's what y'all celebrate. If not, uh, well, happy, happy week, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> whatever, whatever y'all celebrate out there. Uh, this is the week of Thanksgiving. It is uh, episode ninety-four today. Uh, we are going to be talking about. Uh, a recent playlist. Now, Chris and I, we recorded. I mean, just a handful of days ago. So our playlist isn't really much different than it was last week. Uh, so we'll kind of breeze through that. But the bulk of the episode will be spent on uh, a couple of years ago. We didn't do it last year, I don't think. We did it our first year. We did a, uh, I think it was uh, what year was that? Twenty twenty. Yeah, uh, we did a holiday guide, and we basically. Went at it with the approach that, hey, you, if you are a, I mean, I guess you're if you're an adult too. If you're if you're a kid listening to this, which by the way, um, I don't think this is a kid appropriate show. So if you're a kid watching this, eh, you might need to tell your parents about this. But hey, you you do you, okay? It's definitely not a kid show when Chris comes on. That's, uh, <laughs> right. that's my bad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. The way we usually go about the uh, the holiday guide is you can basically just give this to your loved one, tell them to go listen to this, and say, hey, um, this right here is what I want. You listen to this, and anything in this list, go get me. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the best deals of games, consoles, and basically like the subscriptions and, and shit like that. We'll kind of just breeze through that as well. Uh, but then we're also going to be talking about our top five open worlds that we like to play in. And then we'll end the episode with our weekly recommendation. But before we jump into this episode, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two supports at any of those tiers and you get access to our discord, uh, exclusive podcast, the wall of death podcast, which is uh, an album review. Uh, then we have rants and raves, which is if you listen to episode 93 is basically what Chris did at the very end of that. Uh, cathartic rants slash bitching about first world problems, essentially. Tropical smoothie. They can eat a dick. <laughs> you know, uh, when the next rants and raves episode comes out, you're gonna. I I, I mentioned you. I'm like, I don't know how I follow up that that rant. <laughs> like, it's oh no no no, it wasn't that good, man. Yours are always fantastic. No, nah, dude, yours is good. Yours is good. Not gonna lie. Uh, I felt a little entitled after, I'm not going to lie, but still, even so, uh, other people were like, no, 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 man, you were right. I was like, okay, thanks. Thank you. Appreciate that. No, you were you were definitely in the right. You were definitely in the right. <laughs> so, yeah, if you like any of those things and you want to also consider supporting us at the same time while getting great content, go to patreon.com slash two game. Now, a couple of things, a couple of little housekeeping notes, okay? Um, here in the near future... Chris and I, Chris has never seen Batman the Animated Series, so we are going to do a deep dive review series into the Batman the Animated Series, and it'll be his first time watching. It is basically my life goal, my the the thing that is going to make my life complete. It is what I was put on Earth to do was to get Chris to fall in love with Batman the Animated Series. So we will do that uh, because well, Kevin Conroy passed away a couple weeks ago, and then sadly. Jason David Frank passed away uh, yesterday. Uh, we're recording this on Monday the 21st. He passed away yesterday on the 20th. Uh, so I'm hoping if, if you go to patreon.com slash two game, you can watch the OG Power Rangers movie with us through our Discord, and we are going to get white girl fucking girly drink wasted through this movie. And it's going to be... Uh, great, great time. We did it with Dragon Ball Evolution uh, earlier in the year, and that was one of the best things that we've ever done on the podcast, in my opinion. Uh, and we're going to review it. We're going to review the movie drunk afterwards. So if you want to be a part of that, go to patreon.com slash two game. And the last little thing that we're going to do, was it last year? We did the first three issues of The Last Ronin. And we've been kind of silent on it. We haven't really finished the story. I went to New Orleans over the weekend. I had the last two issues. So we are going to finish the last Ronin series 
uh, in the near future. Once uh, Christian comes back on the podcast, we're going to start doing uh, issues four and five. So if you can get a hold of those, go ahead and do that. If not, don't don't you worry. We're here to cover you. Shit, I'm just dropping shit everywhere. We got you covered, and we're going to recap and review the last Ronin series. But enough of that bullshit. Let's jump into episode 94. Sir, you haven't been watching anything? Well, just just real quick, though, um, just, just skimming through the Discord message a few minutes ago. Uh, issue 5 is called Stroke the Tortoise, correct? Issue 5? Yes, Stroke the Tortoise. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you brought it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm looking on the PlayStation Store for for like deals and shit for this holiday guide, and I come upon this 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 game called Stroke the Tortoise. This is a real game, guys, on the PlayStation Store. It is $4. I'm going to read the caption to you. The tortoise is rather large and rather hard, but that is no reason not to give it a stroke. They love being stroked as much as anything else. Whether they can actually feel it is still up for debate. Don't let that stop you, though. Get stroking. So many shout-outs to that. And get that- stroking. <laughs> get stroking. Man, that's either the worst children's game ever made or just a flat-out porn joke. <laughs> you know the best part I, is it's rated E for everyone. I was like, yeah. okay, worst kids game ever made. <laughs> oh my god, Token is rated E for everybody. Yes, <laughs> get to stroking, son. Get to stroking. And it's like, dude I, dude, I want to spend the four dollars just to pet this fucking turtle. <laughs> I, I feel like I'd have to, man. I, I just they they got me on the description. I have to know what it's about. You know, I. <laughs> You know, first off, when I sent it to the Discord, I was like, "Oh, dude, this game sounds funny." Just the name of it, and I was like, "You know what? Let me let me go read what what the game is actually about, what kind of genre it is." And it's exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> oh God! Fantastic. All right, my bad. I got way off on that. I just couldn't help myself. What did you ask me right before I completely derailed the podcast? That's my fault. Uh, what you've been watching? Have you been watching anything this past week since we last talked? Uh, no, no, not at all. I've been getting ready to be off, so I was very, very busy last week at work, so I have nothing to contribute, man. Sorry, what about you? Why, yes. Yes, I do. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, I just, yesterday we went and saw uh, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther, uh, nice. at the uh, theaters, saw that. that. It's good. It's not as good as the first one, but it's uh, it's good. It's I mean, it's worth a watch, definitely. I won't give any spoilers, so you don't have to worry. You don't have to push pause and shit like that. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's good. It, it's it's very slow, very slow. Uh, but it's uh, yeah. Th- some some of my thoughts I can't really say on air because we're not that type of podcast. But um, Wakanda Forever is is it, it's a good movie. It, it's definitely. I think I got like Love and Thunder above Wakanda Forever for this year. Um, but it's a better movie. Than Love and Thunder, if that makes any sense. Okay. Love and, Thunder yeah. is, Love and Thunder is much more enjoyable, but Wakanda Forever is better made. Um, I also watched Beetlejuice Juice for the first time. Uh, reviewed that. That will be on Surfing the Stream that y'all can go check out. Uh, the wife and I reviewed, not reviewed, we watched uh, Where the Crawdads Sing on Netflix. Have you heard about that movie? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. Like, I wasn't expecting the the, the romance in it, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, the curious thing about that is like the author like murdered somebody or, or something like that. Have you heard anything about that? A little bit, yeah. Vaguely, vaguely familiar. Yeah, like it's the the it's either like the author or her husband or or something. Like she's accused of murder or some shit. I don't know. Uh, but I also watched the four episodes of the Chainsaw Man, which is fucking fantastic. Just saying. Um, it's gory as shit, and the story is very interesting. I mean, let's be honest here. A lot of Japanese anime involves demons, and then people trying to kill demons, but they take in a demon to help them kill demons. I mean, it's kind of a rehashed storyline plot mm-hmm. for, for a lot of anime, but I think the fact that this 
this guy turns into a devil or he fuses with the devil or, or some shit like that. And he can, he's like a superhero devil and his head turns into a chainsaw and his arms turn into a chainsaw is very unique <laughs> and it's, it's gory. And I wasn't expecting as much fan service in it. It almost reminds me of high school DXD. Really? No, not okay. Let me, let me rephrase that. Okay. I don't want you to get your hopes up and go watch it because you think it's going to be a high school DXD. In terms of the the main character wanting to touch boobies all the time, yes. Oh, okay. In terms of, in terms of like humor, um, I feel like High School DHD is is definitely funnier. Uh, but it does have its moments in Chainsaw Man. But yes, he is always like, "Oh, I want to go touch those boobs." I'm like, "Yes, I don't blame you." With my chainsaw hands, that sounds like a recipe for disaster. Well, he turns, he can, he has like a little, uh, a little cord on his chest that he pulls. And when he pulls it, he turns into the chainsaw man. Okay. So, all so right. He, he goes back and forth. <laughs> Interesting. Is it on Funimation or Crunchyroll or both? Uh, well, Funimation is no more, sir. So it's on Crunchyroll. Is it not? Are you still watching shit through Funimation? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was no more. Oh, I mean, I haven't updated it in a very long time. If I ever updated it, it might just crash and burn hell i don't know but yeah it's a, every now and then i watch something on there uh I, i've been watching it on crunchyroll i mean i i essentially just need to bridge over to crunchyroll anyway because now everything that was on funimation is there now correct exactly yeah okay i'll just never mind then i'll just do that it's a long and overdue the first i think the fifth episode came out today so you have the first five episodes dubbed already so it's a uh, okay, take too long to, to catch up sir Yep, not long at all. I also watched uh, the first episode of My Hero Academia season six. Yeah, you did. Eh. <laughs> um, yeah, well, one episode, bro. One episode, I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> it's definitely better than what uh, season five was, but that's not saying much. No, no, it's not. It's not saying anything. Literally anything. <laughs> and then last night I watched the movie. I, I went to Target recently and I bought a uh, steel book of a movie called A Silent Voice. And I bought it because one, it was a steel book. Two, the the back seemed like it was just going to hit you in the feels and with the story and whatnot. I was like, I gotta fucking check that out. I feel like this is gonna make me bitch cry, <laughs> like legit. <laughs> and uh, I didn't bitch cry, but it definitely hits you in the feels. This movie. So essentially, the movie is about these kids. I think they're in the sixth grade. This death girl transfers to their school. And uh, this boy starts bullying her. And then, like, the rest of the class kind of joins in on, with him, and they kind of bully her. You know, they mess with her, like, uh, her hearing aids and whatnot. And then she transfers to another school because of the bullying got so bad. Well, the boy who was bullying her, it got so bad that a lot of the kids in the school uh, turned their backs on him. Huh. and shunned him basically uh so the rest of his life or as he was growing up he basically becomes the one that gets bullied no one talks to him people he, he thinks people are talking about him behind his back and no one wants to be friends with him and uh his his previous friends don't want anything to do with him so the roles have reversed and basically it becomes like this I don't want to say a ro romantic plot because there definitely is romance in there, but it's more about re redemption because he goes to the, uh, to the death girl and he tries to make amends and he wants to be her friend and stuff like that. Dude, there's like suicide involved in this. Uh, it gets, that sounds really good. Dude, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's, that sounds really good. It's a, it's a two hour long anime movie. Uh, so it is, it's it could be a little bit shorter, shout out, but uh, I, I think what they do in the movie is really really great. I was I was definitely not upset by paying the twenty bucks for it. You can get it on like Vudu or shit like that. I only have the DVD. Uh, buy it on Vudu. I think it's like twelve bucks or Amazon twelve bucks something like that. So it's not that expensive, and it's definitely worth the price at that point. Yeah, I want to watch that. That sounds awesome, actually. Uh, have you been listening to anything? 
Uh, nope, just podcast. Just podcast. Yep. <laughs> well, y'all know I have your backs out there because I listen to everything. Uh, I've been listening to Silverstein, which um, I am reviewing this week for the Wall of Death podcast. Been listening to Dayseeker. Ultra Bridge just came out a new album that did not like it first, but after like a second listen through, really enjoying that. And then I got two songs into the new Disturbed album, and I turned that fucking shit off because I couldn't fucking do it anymore. Fuck that album. <laughs> I'm honestly impressed you got two songs into it. Dude, the first song I was listening to it, I was like, bro, this sounds like it, it, like it was on the sickness. Like, it sounds like fucking OG Disturbed. I was like, all right, but the lyrics fucking suck. <laughs> like, I fucking hate yeah. it. That's that tracks, and then I'm assuming the second song was what, like opera or some shit like that. It wasn't even opera. It was just I, I fucking hate the way he writes the songs, his lyrics. I fucking hate him. How he rhymes everything, and it's like the same shit over and over and over again. If they got a new singer, they would probably be a good band. Like the actual music part of it is great, or not great. What album for Disturbed would you say was their derailment? Uh, the one right after 10,000 Fist. 10,000 okay, Fist. Yes, I agree. 10,000 Fist was incredible, and then it was shit after that. I'm right there with you. Yes. And then they will have, what was that? Was it Indestructible album? It was like Into the Fire or something like that. That was a good song. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie, that was a good song, but everything else on that album kind of blew. Yeah, it was like, I think I, I could think of three good songs on it that I actually listened to more than once, but yeah, 10,000 Fist was the last good one. So yeah, ten thousand fist that had a lot of lot of bangers on it, but like stricken and shit like that. Um, Deify, God, that song was good. Was that on ten thousand fist? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I couldn't remember if that was on prayer or ten thousand fist. Ten thousand fist, that song was great. Oh man, that whole CD was good. Dude, that whole, that is, oh. it was a fucking great album. Fucking great CD. Album. My bad, kids. That's the thing we used to have to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a little circle. It's a circle. It's a circle. Uh, but other than that, that's all I've been listening to. Playing. Um, I started, I don't know, like 15 minutes into Pokemon Scarlet. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Been a little bit into that. But most of my time has been into Forbidden West. Which, by the way, dude, I got to tell you, and you you may be shocked by this. I think that may be a top five game all time for me. I'm not shocked by it. I kind of anticipated that from listening to you talk about it last week versus how far you said you were into it, I was like, oh, whip. as he keeps going, it's going to climb. Did you see on Discord where I said, I'm up to level 30 right now. The main story mission that I'm doing right now is level 18. Oh, so you're just like, just like one shot and everything then. <laughs> well, just no, obliterate no. people. I, I wish it was the case, but it's not the case. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it is significantly easier. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm like twelve levels above the the first story because it, it basically gets to the point where you can it gives you like three three different story missions that you can tackle at the same time, and like le- one is like level seventeen, the next one's like level twenty one, and then the last one's like level twenty two or some shit like that, mm-hmm. and you can tackle them in any order that you want to do. So I went with the, you know, obviously the one that they want you to go to first. I did that one first. Uh, and I just finished that last night. I'm I'm at level 30 right now. But yeah, dude, if I get a side quest, I just go fucking knock that shit out. <laughs> I'm running along, mm-hmm. fucking get ADD, and I'll go like, ooh, squirrel. Go kill a squirrel. <laughs> and, ooh, exclamation point. Exactly. It, it's just so much shit, and it's just like, it's it, it never it hasn't gotten old. And I think, and I'm, I'm going to save a lot of this for the uh, open world discussion in just a second. The best thing about the game is it just doesn't feel stale to me, you know, because you have the combat in between all the bullshit that you're doing, and it's just, yeah. And I I hit the point last night in the in the story where the story got fucking good, and I was nice. like, ooh, all right, I'm chubbed, I'm chubbed, all right. But yeah, blood flow, increased blood flow, <laughs> increased blood flow, massive blood flow. <laughs> Not not saying the dick is big. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's a lot of blood flow there. It's still tiny, but it hurts so good. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
this is a reminder that this is not a children's podcast. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys probably didn't need that reminder, but this this is this is this is a disclaimer. Just another disclaimer. But yeah, man, Forbidden West is definitely in the top ten. Uh, I was kind of looking through like my top ten right now, and I'm like, fuck yeah, that's that's top five. I think when it's all said and done, it'll be top five, and I won't be disappointed by it. It's gonna have. I'm I'm assuming when it's all said and done, I'm gonna have over 100 hours into it. I think I'm at 40, right around 40 right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think I'm halfway through it. Nice. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm going to platinum and 100% this bitch. I don't give a fuck. But to be fair, to be fair, I only have a couple weeks to finish it because Callisto Protocol comes out. And I don't know if I can wait for that game. You know what I'm saying? No, that game looks good. That game looks real good. If I don't fucking shit my pants or throw up from being scared, uh, the game will be a failure. Man, I'm going to have to like pay you $300 to finish Xenoblade 3, aren't I? Probably. <laughs> Damn it. I just I don't want you to leave that game hanging because your last impression of it was not great. And I think it's a disservice to the game. Well, I was actually listening to another gaming podcast, and they said, uh, "They, you are not the only person that has said chapter five is where that shit gets amazing." So I, I'm, I'm gonna finish it. Oh like, no! Anybody who's played the game knows chapter five is where that shit gets amazing. It's a flaw of the game. I'm not gonna get back into it because we did 45 minutes of it last week, but it's God, it's so good after that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I swear, I swear. I don't think I'm into Scarlet too much to where I'm gonna forget about Xenoblade, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it, sir. Don't don't you worry. <laughs> this will not become a backlog game, I promise. I kidnap you and put you in a van and not let you out until you finish it. Oh no, don't do that. <laughs> hey, I do Matt. not want a three week vacation with my Switch. You better. <laughs> hey, you want some candy? <laughs> All right, let's jump into this holiday guide. So basically what this holiday guide is about is we're going to kind of give you the best deals, where to find them, and then we're going to kind of give you some price points on what you should be paying or what we would pay anyways. Uh, So you can give this to your girlfriend, boyfriend, mom, dad, whoever the fuck, and let them know, hey, listen to this and, and learn yourself some shit, okay, about the games that I want. So... Don't forget to share this on your Facebook or Twitter or wherever the fuck you do social media. Uh, get this out there so other people can uh, utilize this as well. So first off, sir, let's start with consoles. Consoles and maybe the controllers. Do you have anything wrote down for the, for that? Uh, no, no. I am I am shuffling through internet tabs as we talk about it. All right. I mean, I've read through them, but... so So here's the deal for y'all out there. The PlayStation 5 is going to be practically impossible to get unless you are a like a Walmart Plus subscriber. Um, they do give you some deals on, on games and shit like that, but if you're a Walmart Plus subscriber, they get first dibs on the PlayStation 5. Um, I think GameStop and the PlayStation Store, they're doing like, uh, like waiting room queues and shit like that. But look, if we're being honest, you're probably not going to get it. So, I mean, you can try. You can try getting in, in those spots. Um, that is not going to be decreased for Black Friday. You're not going to find any deals on that. The I mean, yeah, F the price. You're probably not going to get one. Yeah. I, like I, they I'm have no reason to give it a sale price because unless you want to just kill a relative and make them leave it to you. I mean... Yes, do it. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. Yeah, oh man, my wife was like looking everywhere to try to get me one for Christmas. And she was like, babe, I'm sorry. I just, I don't think I can. I was like, I mean, it's all good. I didn't expect you to find one. It's, it's, it's going to, it, I'm telling y'all guys, it, it's going to be almost impossible to find one. It, they're not even like, they're not even advertising this shit. <laughs> it's basically they're all they're advertising is cues. That's all they're advertising, and it's all like subscription based uh, platforms. 
And the uh, the one price point that I saw was five sixty. Now you're thinking, well, that's more than yeah, but you get God of War Ragnarok with that, but that's not any cheaper. I mean, the the PlayStation Five itself is four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, I take that back. Um, it's ten dollars cheaper. Yeah, because the games are seventy, huh? I mean, yeah, yeah. Still, so, so Ragnarok is is uh is sixty nine ninety nine. So yeah, I mean, you you save like ten dollars by doing it that way. But yeah, okay. But, but regardless, if you if you click that link and hit add to cart and it puts one in your cart, don't back out at that point because it's your last chance until Christmas of next year. Yes, what Chris said. Uh, the other, the other things with the consoles, the best console deal that I saw was the Xbox Series S. Now I'm giving you two, two places you can go, but one place I'm gonna tell you you should go first. Uh, and that is if you're wanting to get the Xbox Series S, which is the digital, you need to go to Target. Uh, it is two fifty, but you also get a fifty dollar gift card, so it's essentially two hundred dollars. The or next- two fifty and a free game. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Either way, uh, GameStop has it for just the two, the two fifty. So if you go to Target, you get a fifty dollars gift card to go along with it. The Nintendo Switch is never going to be on sale, so don't don't ever expect it to go on sale. It's still two ninety nine, but they do tack on Mario Kart eight and a three month subscription to the Nintendo Switch Online service. So. What is uh three months? Three months is like what ten bucks? Ten bucks, I think. Eight, yeah. Eight bucks. Um, so eight bucks plus sixty, sixty-eight. So I mean you're getting a sixty-eight dollar value for for free, basically. For three hundred dollars. Assuming you want Mario Kart. Yeah, that's my problem with that's my problem with Nintendo. Like of all the even the Mario games you could have given me. Cart, okay, whatever. If you got kids, they'll love it. If you're an adult, you'll like it for about three weeks. Luke still plays the fuck out of that game. Oh, yeah. yeah, No, no. If you got kids, by all means, it's definitely worth it. Uh, and then a couple of controllers. The PS5 DualSense on Amazon is fifty or 49 bucks. It's normally 70 bucks. So you're saving a pretty good chunk of change there to get a controller. I may partake in that. Um, the Xbox Series X and S controller through Amazon is forty bucks, and it's normally sixty-five. So again, you're saving twenty-five bucks right there. So those are it for the consoles and the uh, the controllers. Let's talk about some fucking games. Let's do it. Do you just want to uh, go one at a time and and uh, do it that way? Ah, uh, yeah, that's cool, man. Do you, do you want to do console first? Or are you just doing games and then whatever it's available on? Because like I said, I'm doing I'm going through different tabs, so I just need to know how we're working through it. So here from from the last time that I did this, um, from my experience, if it's an Xbox PlayStation game and it's on both, generally it's gonna be about the same price. Generally. Okay. Uh so I didn't separate it from Xbox to to PlayStation. I did um, separate Nintendo because it's vastly different prices. Vastly All right. Prices. Well, let's just do it that way. Then we'll do Xbox slash PS5 and count any exclusives that we come across, and then we'll just do Switch separate. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, we can just do one and back and forth then. You can start it. Um. So the first one, and I'm trying to think of some games that like like young adults would play or like teenagers would play. Um, so I'm, I'm, these first several games are kind of like those. I'm not saying I would play these games. Uh, right. Gotham Knights, which just came out what a month ago, uh, it's forty bucks. So that's twenty bucks off. That I mean, that, I don't think I would pay for that price. But if you were buying it for a kid, for a young adult, teens, early twenties, or if you just want to play Gotham Knights that bad, then I think forty dollars is probably pretty good. I probably would not play this game until it's down in the teens, personally, because I've heard a, uh, mixed reviews about it. So that that deal is at Best Buy. But just a little reminder, a lot of these places, when, when I say a lot of these places, I mean all these places, price match. So if we say it's $40 at Best Buy, you can go to Target and just price match it. Uh, with Amazon, don't forget, it has to be sold 
by Amazon for you to get that discount through other stores. So your turn, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And um, like, like pretty much like you just said, I'm just kind of going through looking at stuff that I would play. So I, if it's not something that piques your interest, just sorry, but I'm looking at values and this one came out a while back, but if I had an Xbox or a PlayStation, this is what I would want to play probably first, if not first then second. But Best Buy is selling Far Cry 6 for $9.99. Ooh, that's a good deal. Yes, if you haven't played that yet and you think you might like Far Cry, I, I, you're, just pretend you lost a $10 bill to keep that game because I'm telling you, I would buy it today. Dude, you know I have that game right now and I haven't played it yet. I bought that game like a fucking year ago. Well, and you have a copy, and I would almost say go get another copy for $10 in case you lose that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that game is in my fucking closet right now. It's like, play me. Play Please. me. Primo. Primo. No, fuck, man. I got, I got Forbidden West coming up, man. I'm fucking trying to finish this shit, man. Yeah, yeah, getting backlogs chucked out at the end of the year is always a bitch. But, you know, first world problems. <laughs> right. Uh, Madden NFL 23. Now, I don't play Madden anymore. In fact, uh, I, I never really cared for Madden. Uh, I was always a NCAA college football fan, but I know I'm in the minority when it comes to this game. It is 28 bucks at Best Buy. Um, here's, here's the thing. It's going to go down in price even more <laughs> when it gets towards the end of the year, or, or excuse me, towards the beginning of middle of next year. So it's kind of like, it, it, to me, it's basically reskins of the same game. It's kind of like Call of Duty, in my opinion. So I personally would not pay 28 bucks for this game. I probably wouldn't even, I would never spend money on this game. So if your loved one is into football, Madden, whatever, 28 bucks for a game that came out a couple of months ago or a few months ago, um, I think that's a, a decent deal. That's the best price that I've seen on it uh, so far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was actually looking like pretty much they they do the same thing with pretty much all like the the professional sports games like the MLB is like thirty dollars off NBA two K seems to be thirty dollars off that kind of just seems like an across the board deal. So yep. I mean, if you if you like sports games, stock up while you can. Yep. Uh, let's see. Amazon is selling Elden Ring for thirty eight dollars. Probable game of the year. Yes. And if you haven't played it yet, I would get it then because, again, that would be one that if I got a PlayStation 5, I'm buying it with my console. So So Elden Ring is going to be one. Let me let me give you all this for perspective. Okay. Sekiro came out five, four or five years ago, something like that. Like several years ago. That game is still 30 bucks 30 or 40 bucks so that should that should tell you something about this price for elden ring uh when sekiro came out i mean that yeah i don't think that won any game of the year awards or anything like that but it, it did win some awards and it got nominated for game of the year so sekiro is still fucking expensive elden ring is now 20 bucks cheaper i would go grab that 100 it is this is a steal 39 bucks steal Go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. It's $15 at Walmart. So here's the thing. I didn't finish the game. I played, I don't know, like a half of it. And I kind of got my feel of it. And uh, I mean, it's funny. And some of the, the combat is fun. And it's it's, it's a lot of platforming and, and shit like that. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, it, it just got stale. After about halfway through the game, it's just uh, the the enemies felt repetitive and the enemy design was kind of boring. But overall, it was it was a decent ex- experience. I'm I'm not upset by the fact that I spent I don't know what twenty five bucks on it, twenty bucks something like that. Uh, so fifteen, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a decent deal for a game that you're going to get twenty five thirty hours out of probably. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What you got next? Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking at, and I, I did play the first one on PS4, but to be able to play it again on the PlayStation 5, 
I think we all knew when Last of Us Part 1 was released, it was just automatically going to be 70 bucks, and sure enough, it was. But Black Friday, you can get it back down at 50 So, Yes. So if I, that's I, something you wanted to revisit, now would be the time. So here, here's the thing about The Last of Us Part 1. You still haven't played, played it, right? Two. I haven't played two. I've played oh, the first right. one. That's right. Because I gave you my uh, my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. still safe. Don't worry. It's still safe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the big thing was spending seventy bucks on a game that came out not too long ago, and it already had a remaster. So a lot of controversy behind that seventy dollars price point. Um, it is twenty dollars cheaper at fifty. I still think that is a little expensive. I'm thinking 30 for me personally, 30 to 40. But let's be completely honest here. Is this game going to drop more than that? And that's kind of what you have to look at when you come up with these these holiday guides and, and thinking about, right. hey, should I buy it now or buy it later? The question is, some of these games do not drop in value. So this might be the perfect point to, to get this. This is a uh, PlayStation exclusive, and it's a... Uh, a remake essentially. So if it drops, it's not going to drop much more than that. So I, I, I would be hard pressed not to buy it at 50 bucks. If, if it's a black Friday special for 49 99, it's not dropping below 40 for a while. Yes, I, I agree. And the next game that I have is Deathloop, which came out earlier this year and it got a lot of great reviews. I haven't personally played it. Uh, it's 20 bucks at Walmart. I mean, that seems like a pretty good deal for a game that just came out, I don't know, what, six months ago, something like that. So uh, there you go. Go check it out. That one did look interesting. I didn't realize that was even on here until you said that. Um, I would actually want to point out the resurgence of cyberpunk, which is apparently good now, and it will be half off on the Microsoft store digitally. It fucking better be half off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it better, be, it better be half off of the half off. Well, it's not quite half off of the half off. It's twenty nine ninety nine, but I've I've heard better things about it since it kind of popped back into existence. Yeah, Christian uh, started liking it a lot. Uh, Sonic Frontiers, which didn't get that great of reviews, um, but it just came out like a couple weeks ago, and that is uh, forty bucks through through Walmart. So if you got like a like a kid, a young young kid, something like that, then and they're in the Sonic. I mean, I think this would be a fine game for them. I mean, they don't really give a shit if games are good. All games are good to little kids. You're right. You're right. It does scare me as someone who was actually thinking about checking it out at some point that it's already on sale. Yep. But still, it looked interesting. Uh, let's see. Also, digitally on the Microsoft Store, Mass Effect. Uh, $20, the Legendary Edition. It's all three games with some bonus stuff. If you've never played Mass Effect, please play Mass Effect. I can't stress that enough. It's so good. I would pay, at this point, I would still pay $20 each for those three games. And the fact that you can get them all for twenty ninety nine is phenomenal. That's a decent deal. Decent deal, sir. Um, let's see here. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection, which has a co- it's a collection of basically all those arcade games. Uh, so you get a lot of games for twenty bucks through GameStop. Um, ooh, I might be hard pressed to to not pick this up for twenty bucks. Um, I forget how much it was originally. Was it like thirty nine dollars or some shit like that. I think so. Yeah, I think it was forty bucks. Yeah, um, I gotta tell you, wouldn't pay that much for it. Twenty dollars, <laughs> I would definitely consider it. It's amazing what the difference twenty dollars will make, isn't it? But I'm I'm the same way, dude. I have like a dollar line. I'm like twenty two. No, give me give it to me for nineteen. I'll I'll think about it. Twenty dollars, twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, okay, yeah, this one's pretty good too. Seventy one percent off of seventy is nineteen ninety nine for Tiny Tina's Wonderland's The Next Level Edition. On Amazon for Xbox. That's a big chunk. Yeah, and I really wanted to play that too. I heard Christian talking about it some, and it sounded awesome. Um, I never played any of those games, so I have no, I have no comment on the on the matter. No opinion. Um, 
Ratchet and Clank, which also came out. With, did it, wait, that didn't come out this year, did it? No, I think it came out last year. Did it? I don't even fucking know. Mm, I think it was last. I think it was the end of last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, last year. Um, Rift Apart is thirty bucks on Amazon, which is half off of the uh, the the normal price. So, I mean, if, hey, if you're into that shit, I probably will never check it out. I just don't have the time. Uh, but thirty bucks seems like a pretty good deal for me in that game. Ah, uh, going back and forth through Xbox and PS5, the only other one that's really super noticeable to me, minus like the little five and ten dollars super old ones, is actually you can get the Forbidden West Launch Edition for thirty nine ninety nine. I was actually just about to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's. Just listening to you talk about it seems like a deal. So 40 bucks. That is fucking worth it with the amount of content that you're going to get worth it. Mm -hmm. Now, I also have a note for the uh, collector's edition is 180 bucks through Amazon. You know, I was going to ask, what the hell does that come with? Uh, Well, I will tell you because I have. (laughs) (laughs) I bought that. shit. You should ask, sir. So it comes with one of the uh, was it? To Tamora Tusk, it's it's one of the uh, machines in the game. And when mm-hmm. I tell you the statue is fucking huge, I can't put it anywhere on my shelf because it's that big. Oh, that's pr- so it's worth 160 bucks, huh? Dude. That's pretty sweet. Well, I spent more than that. On this. No, right, right. <laughs> I, got, I got it for launch. Um, so it came with that, and then it came with the... Uh, shit, it comes, it comes with a little miniature Aloy figure. And then I want to say it also comes with an art book. And unfortunately, it does come with a digital code for the game, not the actual physical edition. So I kind of fucking hate that, but it is what it is. Um, You also get some like bonuses. And yeah, I want to say there's still book and an art book. And that is the the main, the main of the two things other than the huge ass fucking statue. Yeah, dude. Uh, just for like a hundred bucks, give me the steel book and the art book, but you throw a statue on there for another 70, I would eat that shit up. Shout out to that. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, before we jump into Nintendo, wanted to go over some subscription stuff with y'all. Xbox Ultimate, which is the PC console and cloud gaming. It is at $15 a month. You can get the first month for $1. Uh, just the console is $10 a month. Uh, Nintendo Online, twelve months, twenty bucks. Uh, with the expansion pack, it is fifty bucks, which gets you all like the Nintendo sixty four games. Um, PlayStation is on a sale right now with their subscriptions plus premium for twelve months is ninety bucks from one twenty. Uh, plus extra is seventy five down from a hundred, and then plus essential, which is like the base package. Um, 45 down from 60 and those are all for 12 months um jumping into the nintendo shit sir what you got uh you know the fact that i am leading off with this one is just like smacking myself in the face because i'm a nintendo head and i should know better but oddly enough through walmart you can get the original breath of the wild for 28 dollars. yes you have to have walmart plus yeah, well, and it's it's thirty nine dollars everywhere else without Walmart Plus, so that's why I said that. But even it, so, it is if you have Walmart Plus, Jesus Christ, man, Breath of the Wild has never and will never be that cheap again. I I agree. If it, if it is less than forty, pick that shit up. If especially if you've never played it, I mean, Breath Two is coming out next year. We hope so. Now's the time if it's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. It, it'll never drop below thirty. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, I guess it did technically drop below 30, but below that point, it will never drop. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, You're right. We have Animal Crossing New Horizons, 39 bucks at GameStop. Uh, that was a very, very, very popular game a couple years ago during the pandemic. Uh, you can go check that out. Never did play that. Had a few friends play it. Yeah. Loved it, but I never played it. Not my thing. Didn't seem like it was for me either. Um, Best Buy, Persona 5 Royal, $29.99. I'm going to assume that that's not the steelbook that you got through GameStop, but even so, that game just came out, so 50% off is pretty cheap. That fucking pisses me off. 
I know, I know. If I find out that they're all steelbook and I was going to get it regardless, I'm going to be real mad that I didn't just wait two weeks. Yeah. Mario Party Superstars, 40 bucks on Amazon. A lot of the Nintendo like, first-party games, especially at, like Target and Amazon, they're going to be like $39.99. So mm-hmm. not just Mario Party Superstars. I mean, any of the, any of the Mario games and shit like that, it, it's, it's going to be right around 40 which is a very good deal. I mean, you're saving 20 bucks. Um, let me see. Skyward Swords down to $39 as well. You've played that, so you have a an opinion on that, huh? Uh, yeah, it's worth that. It's definitely worth that. Now, yeah, I, I'm not going to get into the whole Nintendo tangent, but <laughs> it's a Nintendo game. You're going to pay what you're going to pay. So if you're going to pay it $39, that game's worth it. Monster Hunter Rise and Monster Hunter Stories 2 are both $25 at Best Buy. Um, Monster Hunter Rise got a lot, a lot of great reviews monster hunter stories which i played a little bit of it um 25 is a pretty decent deal for that so i'd pay 25 for it and wrapping it up for me unfortunately not that i expected a ton of sales with it being nintendo but um i personally wouldn't pay this but if you like warriors games fire emblem warriors is 39.99 as well and if you like Fire Emblem and you kind of like Warriors games, it's definitely worth it. I love Fire Emblem, just not a huge Warriors fan anymore. Yeah, I'm generally over it after two or three hours. But I did play through that one multiple times, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, even not being a huge Warriors fan. So I'll agree with that. Uh, Pokemon. The last two that I got is Pokemon Sword and Shield and Shining Pearl for $39 at GameStop. Um, I mean, they just came out a new Pokemon game, so... From the, I don't know. Y'all might want to hold off on the Pokemon game that just came out. It's getting a lot of technical, has a lot of technical issues with it, um, but it's supposedly better than what it was. So I don't know. It, if you wanted a cheaper Pokemon game at, the, at this time, uh, Sword and Shield, Shining Pearl, 39. Uh, and then the last one I got is Shin Megami Tensei 5, 30 bucks at GameStop, half, half off. I didn't even see that on this list, but yes, that game is worth $60. So, if if you want to play that for thirty dollars, just definitely buy that one while you can. I'm just gonna borrow. I'm, I'm gonna borrow from you for free one day. One day. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let me say, one day. It's probably never gonna happen. Ah, uh, yeah, probably not. That's okay. But you should definitely I, play it at some point. I should. I should. I really want to. Um. So yeah, guys, that is going to be our holiday guide. Um. Obviously, those prices can can change at any time. Um, basically, you, you kind of just need to have in the back of your mind, like the Nintendo games are typically not on sale. Anything Nintendo is typically not going to have uh, huge discounts. So when you see these games that are normally 60 bucks and they're like 30 and they're like the, they're the big time games, the first party games, yeah. It, Look, this is a deal that you need to fucking grab like now because in yeah, a couple if you weeks, ever plan on playing that game, get it while it gets good. Exactly. Like you think you're gonna play that game in like four or five months, go ahead and pick it up now. All right. To cap off this episode, we are gonna talk about our top five open worlds. Now, I'm gonna put a little disclaimer out there before we do this, okay? The the list for mine is a little weird. Like the first two are not necessarily like I like number four is definitely I don't have that higher than number five on my personal rankings, but I think the open world aspect of it is better. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's fine. Not even mine aren't even all open world. These are just it's a random compilation of video game worlds that I thoroughly enjoyed moving through. That's all. Most uh, of them are open world. I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> oh, well, we'll just have two similar but slightly different lists, man. It's all good. Now, my top three, those are technically in order of which ones I would play. Like my top my top 10. So my, my list is a little, little iffy, but just, just bear with me. What you got for number five? Uh, number five is the Milky Way Galaxy. Uh, obviously everyone is familiar with that, but I am specifically talking about the Milky Way Galaxy in the Mass Effect trilogy. 
uh, you can go anywhere, you can do anything, and there is so much stuff to explore over the course of three games that stack on top of each other. So essentially, by the end of game three, it's your galaxy. And there, there have been very few things from a gaming standpoint that I have enjoyed more than moving through that trilogy. So that one had to be on here. Yeah, there's lots of great things about it. I'll eventually play it. Right after Shin Megami Tensei, huh? <laughs> I probably played that game before I would play Shin Megami Tensei Five. If you if should, we're... you should. Uh, number five is going to be Xenoblade Chronicles Two. So. Like I said, I don't have this game over my number four slot in my personal rankings. But in, in terms of like an open world that I would love to play through again, um, I, I definitely would do number four first. Um, I think the issue with Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the, the biggest issue is a lot of it just seems very fetch questy, and a lot of it does seem to repeat itself. If we're okay. being, yeah. now, now that is a top ten game for me, and that's no, 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 you you tell no lies. <laughs> so that is why it's at number five. Now, the game itself, fucking amazing. When you add in the combat and the characters and the story and all that, it's it's fucking amazing. But if we're going in terms of which worlds I want to do quest in, uh, main story, and you know combat and whatnot, um, it, it it's going to be right there at number five. Okay. Hmm. All right. Interesting. Uh, number four for me is Rapture from the Bioshock series. I loved everything about that dark, gloomy underground realm, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I just spent all the hours doing everything in there. I probably played through those games two or three times. And I mean, just literally three days ago i spent ten dollars because they had the entire trilogy on the switch store and i was like yep i'm gonna play through that again at some point because i love that world i love those games and it's easily worth 40 to me still so for 9.99 yes please and bought yep i sure did surely did i think i have some uh some like some of those platinum points or gold points or whatever the hell they're called on the e-store I think I have like $6 or something like that. I may go buy that game for like $4. You should. You should. So Dave, if, 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 if that sits on your list for like two years, that game's always going to be good. That's true. And uh, I had uh, Corey, who's one of our Patreon supporters. Um, she actually bought it on the Switch, I think. And she said it was uh, just as good. So, and that's like one of her favorite games. Yeah, I played for about 30 minutes just to make sure it looked as good. And yet it looks, even for the Switch, it looks phenomenal. So... Very, very happy with it. At number four for me, The Witcher 3. So here's the biggest issue with The Witcher 3 and why it's not higher on my list. I I do feel like the open world is better than Xenoblade Chronicles 2 in terms of like things you can do, quest, uh, combat, and all that good shit. I do feel like it's it's better in in that regard. The issue with it is it feels so overwhelming so overwhelming and i don't, I don't want to spoil anything for the rest of my list but it, it, there there are just games that do the quest better and i feel mm-hmm. like the the top three especially my number two just does quest differently and it feels more organized this just feels it just feels like a fucking mess at times i'm like god damn there's just so much shit and the issue is when you have when you add in the DLC to it, like you get the complete edition, like when you start the game, you can see quest for the DLC that is level fucking like forty. So that is one of my issues with it. Uh, it just doesn't feel very organized in terms of the uh, the quest line, and then a lot of it is go here, go there, bring something back. It, it's just the the quest never seemed that interesting to me the side quest anyways. So that's why it's a number four. Okay. That's, that's actually perfect explanation. It's an honorable mention on my list for pretty much all of the reasons you just said. Mm-hmm. All right. Number three for me is Hyrule. I don't really know what else I need to say about it other than breath of the wild. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Um, that's where that's where mine is. <laughs> I, <laughs> nice. I, I love all of those games, but even if Breath was the only one that I had ever played, it would still probably be sitting on this list at number three. So, yeah. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, dude. I spent so many hours in that game, and it was it was a great time. Uh, the thing that holds that game back from the other two on my list is basically like the the breakable weapons, and I was just never super concerned with like side quest and and shit like that in that game. Uh, I spent a lot of time doing the the shrines and the Korok seeds and getting the uh, the master sword and shit like that. Um, but as far as like side quests, I mean, I did them, but it was never a huge, huge focal point of mine. So that's why it's a number three. Yeah. Fair, all right. Yeah. Fair enough. Pretty much same. Uh, well, actually a little bit of that. The reason it's number three for me is just because of my obsession with one and two. I, I, I wanted to put Hyrule actually higher, but I just couldn't. Uh, number two is going to come as no surprise to anybody. That would be the world of Spira from Final Fantasy X. Not open world at all, and there's very few side missions until you get to the end of the game, as we highlighted for quite a while. Mm -hmm. But uh, that game and that world are my comfort food. I understand that world completely, and the depth of lore that you can find just by talking to people and all of the puzzles you can solve just from learning about the world that you're playing through I just, to this day, think it was as masterfully done as any game that I've ever played. And I could end it, start it over, and end it and start it over and probably never get tired of it, even though there's really not that much to do outside of the mainline story. I, I, it didn't make my list because I thought we were doing open world, but I will second all of that. Nice. My number two, Horizon Forbidden West. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. almost, oh, so, all right. That, I know what number one is then. I was I didn't know which order you would put them in, but I'm there for I, it. <laughs> dude, I had it at I had it at number one for a second. I was like, is this is this me just fucking around and just playing it right now? And I'm having that, you know, you know, you just love a game more when you're playing it than after you take a step back from it. And yeah, I think in terms of what is easily played by a wider audience this is definitely probably the best open world that i've ever played hey but i mean it sounds number, awesome number one i just i have an experience behind that like and i can't stress enough how much number one was an experience for me so that's why that's the thing that just pushed it right over the edge but forbidden west i mean dude there's so much shit there's the main quest side quest errands that you can go do for other people there are jobs, like if you need like certain equipment or like gear or whatnot, you can create a job that highlights that specific item that you need, and it will tell you where to go, and you can go find those items to get better gear. Uh, it has that. It has the tall necks, which gives you your maps. It has uh, cauldrons, which basically you can... Uh, overdrive override uh the machines and whatnot so you got those you have relic ruins which are just big old like puzzles basically uh then mm -hmm. you have collectibles i mean that's just the tip of the of the of the spear to me and guess what i'm what 40 hours into it on the quest menu there is still one question mark i have not even unlocked whatever the fuck that 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 menu is <laughs> i don't even know what it is i haven't even got to that tutorial yet <laughs> and I, I've gotten 40 hours in, and I still have two of the uh, the weapons or special resources that I need to access other parts of the map. So there's just so much shit to do in this world, and it to me, it is super fucking organized in a way that my brain can handle it, and I love that checking off the list for each quest kind of thing. And the quests are meaningful. It's not the same quest over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think what really helps that is the fact that they can separate it into jobs, errands, side quests. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm -hmm. So I could go do a side quest or I could go do this uh, errand, which is basically like fetch quest. I could do a fetch quest. And, uh, no, maybe I don't want to do a fetch quest for the next little bit. So I'll leave my fetch quest alone. And I kind of already know what those are. So 
it's just to me it's just super organized and the combat on top of that the the fucking game just looks gorgeous yeah number two I mm, uh, super want to play that now. I know. Really hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one might actually come as a surprise to anyone that knows me, um, but it's going to be Ionios from Xenoblade 3. Oh. Yes. Yes. Um, dude, it just, by the end of it, it was vastly superior to 2 in exploration. Uh, the world itself is like three to four times bigger geographically. There are so many changes in terrain on top of how the weather affects each, like a, a, a spot of the map that you're at when it's raining versus when it's not raining changes how you have to play through it sometimes. I mean, there's just so much attention to detail and how you have to traverse. Um, obviously, you can fast travel if you just don't feel like dealing with, you know, all that. Uh, the side quests are not for the faint of heart if you have ADD like I do, but the menu does such a good job of tracking what's been done and what your, your next step is to do it that you never really get bored, even if you keep finding and unlocking new ones by accident, which I promise you will do. Uh, you will just stumble onto new side quests while you're doing side quests and be like, what the hell am I even doing anymore? But all you got to do is hit pause and look, and it'll show you exactly where you're at. Um... So in comparison to two, instead of traveling around the cloud sea on Titans, you are in a set geographical map with different regions, but each region has colonies and each colony has its own commander hero ascension quest. It has its own side missions. It has its own like ways that you can increase the value of the colony to strengthen bonds with your own team members that will affect you later in the game. It's just, I, I've honestly never seen situational minuscule things mean so much at the collective ending of a game. Not just from what it does to the, the physicality of your party members themselves, but the actual ending sequences at the end of the game, how it affects that. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just the world is. Some of these on here that we've talked about, you couldn't pay me enough to live in because I feel like I'd be dead in like an hour. But Absolutely. I would straight live in Ionios because I just don't think I'd ever get bored. That's fair, sir. You kind of make me want to play the game right now, actually. <laughs> I, hope you're not, <laughs> I hope you're not lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> My numero uno, and it really fucking shouldn't come with a surprise with anyone and that is probably my personal game of the year and that is Elden Ring I think that is to me the thing that separates it from Forbidden West is going to ultimately be the experience portion of it um, not knowing anything about the game not looking up anything having friends text me back and forth or me texting them hey did you go here did you see this and I haven't experienced that in a since I was a kid with a with a video game, and mm -hmm. it's a secret around every corner, and it's usually a dangerous secret, and there's usually death <laughs> around every corner. But there's a fucking secret, and I, I think the open world aspect of it is just it's just amazing. Now the graphics of it is obviously not as good because from from software doesn't typically go too much into graphics. They they spend more time on gameplay and and technical aspects of it rather than the actual graphics. But I, I still think the game looks fucking amazing. The one thing that holds it back and will ultimately hold it back from climbing up my rankings even higher in my personal rankings, that'll be the fact that a lot of the dungeons seem, a lot of the catacombs seem redundant. It does seem kind of like reskinned dungeons and then they do reskin some of the bosses and some of the other dungeons. So it does feel a little repetitive at times. But I can't tell you how much I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed my hundred and what fifteen hundred twenty hours into that game to to finally beat it. And shout out, yo! I'm telling you, I went through every every corner of that game that I could. I mean, obviously there's there's still some shit that I have to do. 
I, I still need to beat one boss. I, there's only one boss in that game that I have not fucking beat, and that is the that is the uh, what's her Melania to get me my fucking platinum. One day, I will beat her. But yeah, I she think sounds like her, a real bitch. Dude, she's fucking. She's tough, tough. Um, but, but yeah, I I think the the overall game is one of the best of all time, and it's definitely top five all time for me. But that those aspects of it that, that kind of hold it back for me. Um, now I did just buy the uh, the strategy guide from Future Press, dude. That fucking strategy guide is fucking dope, dope. How big is it? Is it like a like an art book and a strategy guide? Dude, it's fucking thick. Thicky <laughs> mm. thick. It's thicky thick. thick. Um, it, it's pretty heavy. And uh, dude, it, it was it was worth the thirty bucks that I paid for it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cheap. Yeah. And that's just volume one. There's two volumes. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's two volumes. Even so, though, huh? But apparently, these uh these volumes sell for insanely high because they're one of you know the the demand for them is the is demand is so high, right? Interesting. So yeah, it does have some some art style in it, but it has like it has this foldable map that I'm telling you I could hang on a wall. That's how big the big this fucking map is, and it's two sided. Uh, one is just the map; the other part of it is like locations and shit like that. So, uh, yeah, it, it made me want to go read through that, go, go play through that game again with the strategy guide. But I'm like, uh, I have other shit I have to do. <laughs> I can't. I'll save it. <laughs> I didn't even backlog it. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't necessarily want it for the strategy portion of it. I just wanted it for the collection because I have the uh, collector's edition for Elden Ring. Oh, makes sense. Yep. So it just, and it's a top five game of all time. I probably wouldn't have done it if it wasn't any other game. But that's my numero uno. Definitely not a world that I'd want to live in, though. I can't stress that enough. I would not want to live in that. (laughs) Sounds dangerous. Sounds sounds minimally dangerous. But yeah, y'all let us know what your top five open worlds or worlds that you want to play through, any world, uh, through our Facebook, or you can go to patreon.com slash two game, join us, and you'll get access to our Discord, and let us know what some of your favorite worlds are uh, there, and maybe we'll uh, say it on the air next next week. But jumping into our weekly recommendation, what do you recommend to these five people, sir? You know, I am going to recommend that anybody with a Switch and $10 go to the store and get Bioshock while you can. If you've played it, you'll still love it. If you've never played it, it is so worth $10 for that trilogy. So that's my recommendation. I will probably take you up on that offer. Uh, Mine's going to be a silent voice. I think that movie just hits you right in the feels. and It it does a lot of adult themes, and it does it pretty uh, carefully, I think. You know, because when you start talking about suicide, it can get into that that weird territory of, Oh dude, this is <laughs> we're a little heavy handed here with, with our, with our themes and whatnot. But I think they go just enough. And sometimes it's, it, I don't know if it's a translation issue, but some of the story doesn't make sense. It's kind of, it, it doesn't flow as well. So it's not a perfect movie by any ways, but the, the overall story, it got to the point where I was like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. No. Like you just care about the characters a lot. And the story is just, like I said, story overall is is really, really good and it hits you in the feels. So definitely go check it out. It's on Amazon for like 10 bucks or 12 bucks, one of the two. Uh, I did watch the dub version, so just FYI. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, that mm-hmm. is going to be it from us. Um, like I said, y'all let us know what your top five open worlds or worlds that you want to play in. Uh, let us know if there are any deals out there that you would like to to share with the with the class. Let us know on our Facebook, or you can email me, twogamepodcast at gmail.com. But until next time, y'all take it easy. Laters. Later, guys.